from 401 by Paul McCartney. Um, I did a cover version of it on my uh, One Man's Opinion of Moonlight album. Um, If I have time, I'll sing it again when I'm done here. We have a special edition today of Riding the Wild Bubble. I uh, got a call from my Aunt Patty, um, who lives nearby, and she told me she found a letter I had written to her uh, back in um, 1969 when I was 18 and I had been sent to Hawaii by my parents to live with my uncle and aunt and cousins to get me away from the bad influence of Berkeley and the riots and the drugs. So that was... And uh, a, a very formative time of my life. I was, well, 18, so. But anyway, she called me and said, I have this letter. And I, she said, I think you'll be surprised because it seems like you've sort of lived your life that way. I, I uh, picked it up from her yesterday and um, I read it aloud to Danielle this morning uh, for the first time, I, you know, I thought we would share it together. Um, it uh, did kind of catch me by surprise, and uh, I was quite moved by my my own words. And I'm just thinking about who, you know, that that young man and what transpired after that. It's been a circuitous path today. Uh, Anyway, this is the letter I wrote from Hawaii. Would have been 1969, somewhere probably early, mid-1969. Dear Patty, my letter to you had to be just right. I had to learn as much writing it as I did in reading yours. So I sit down now to write you your fifth letter. I think you aren't aware that I had reached a point in my life in which the direction of my whole existence was to be decided. To assign myself a goal is meaningless, for only in motion and transition is there freedom. Once one attains his goal, his searching and his motion ends, for he feels he has to look no farther. Freedom can never be a goal. To be free is to have no goal, only direction. To attain a goal, one must structure himself, and in structure there is only stagnation and a cessation of change. One can never structure himself to be free. Spontaneity is change. Change is now. So let me begin after this paragraph. Do you understand my dilemma? I think so. How in this society can I be free? 
The draft is breathing down my neck. I must go to school. I must earn money. I must do this and I must do that forever until I'm 65. I just want to live. I'm not asking for a handout, just a choice. Modern man and I dwells in an existential void where greed and lust surface as ambition or pride or honor and any other respectable thing. Freud says it is sex. Fromm, that would be Eric Fromm. Fromm says authority. Richard Ardry of African Genesis claims it is territory. Sartre says it's something or is it nothing which controls every action we make in our lives. One thing is sure, though. They can't accept it. Every line in all their writings points to one thing. It is time for man to turn to God. They reject the concept of God. Freud had a deep and justifiable fear of mysticism. But the fact is there. If we had the courage to face it, we must forget our desires. We must rid ourselves of the I, me, mine. The root of all chaos is in egotism and selfishness. Just now I've reached this point in the letter. I'm not sure, nor am I sure I can relate it back to myself. I'll go on. Two months ago, I was forced to choose my direction. Okay, so this would have been February of 1969. Uh, I I had two distinct choices, each the antithesis of the other. I could split home forever, move to Lake Tahoe with some friends and completely drop out of our society, or I could go to Hawaii, get a job, and learn something to give myself a choice. At this time, I saw neither as being more desirable, and every two minutes I changed my mind. I even considered suicide. I was going to listen to the Beatles in a room until I starved to death. I finally began thinking about how I was being pushed into this dilemma by the incredibly complex, powerful machinery of our society. So I said, are you going to be pushed around by some damn machine? And I replied, hell no. I'm going to destroy that machine, and in its place, life and beauty will flourish. That's what I'm going to do, Patty. I don't know how yet, but I'm working hard on it. Somehow I'm going to bring the people back to themselves, to their true gentleness and beauty. And they shall know love and peace forever. To do this, I have to change myself. So I came to Hawaii. I know I was right. I have been in the rainforest. I've seen the beaches whose sands are white and the water warm and green. I've gone skin diving and discovered a world of beauty and serenity I'd never known. It is your world there, a realm of silence, peace, and overwhelming power. I've seen the nomad empires of the zebrafish, heard the truths from the coral goddesses, felt the majestic play of the waves above me, the seashore thunder timpani. I went surfing yesterday and experienced one of the strangest sensations of my life. To know that ocean and my own on the surface and the layers below is what I wish. Then I'll tell the world of it. Can you see it? Sometimes, now, I can. 
I want my dreams to stay alive. Lose your dreams and you will lose your mind. Love to you and everyone. Knox. P.S. Remember me gently and I'll see you again. I could wait forever. I've got time. P.P.S. This letter isn't quite what I wanted. When I get it straighter in my head, I'll write again. My goodness, you know, I think of that, you know, sort of the combination of the innocence and then the... (laughs) I guess it's youthful arrogance, you know. I'm going to bring people back to themselves, to their true gentleness. Well... It hasn't changed. I don't think we have time for a song today. I hope you join the uh, enjoy that. I mean, I just keep thinking about you know the the path my life took after that time and lost in the wilderness for about twenty two years. But you know, I raised a family. Then I got sober. Things uh, began to really change then, and we're 30 years into that now. So, this is Knox riding the wild bubble with you forever. <laughs> 